0: I am going to let the reefer business slide for now, but I'm afraid you're under arrest for driving while intoxicated. That's very bad news. This was definitely not on my agenda this evening. He looked straight ahead through the beads of water on the window. His handsome face was wan, tired, more sober now. Resigned, perhaps, to a booking room, drunk tank scenario he knew all too well. I remember two wire service stories about him over the last few years. A brawl with a couple of cops in Dallas or Fort Worth. A violent ejection from a yacht club in Los Angeles. And a plea on a cocaine possession bust. I had heard that bean sprouts, mineral water, and the sober life had become fashionable in Hollywood. It looked like Elrod Sykes had arrived late at the depot. He widened his eyes and opened and closed his mouth as though he were trying to clear an obstruction in his ear canals. Say, do you recognize me? What I mean is, there are news people who'd really like to put my ham hocks in a frying pan. (laughs) Couldn't I just make a contribution to Mother's Against Drunk Driving or something like that? I always enjoyed your films, and as a long-time fan, I recommend that you not say anything else, particularly about contributions. I opened the door of my truck and helped him inside. Then I walked back to the Cadillac and tapped on the glass. The woman, a film actress named Kelly Drummond, rolled down the window. Her eyes were an intense, deep green. She wet her lips, and I saw a smear of lipstick on her teeth. Officer, I'm responsible for this. We were having an argument. I got him upset. It'll be about ten minutes before I can have a car here to take you home. I suggest you lock the automobile and stay where you are, Miss Drummond. Wow. I mean, it's not like we hurt anybody. This is going to get Elrod in a lot of trouble with Mikey Goldman. That's our director, the guy who's bringing about ten million dollars into your little town. Can I get out of this car now? You can go anywhere you want. But if I were you, I wouldn't go down to the station to help Mr. Sykes. Not until you shampooed a Mexican laughing gas out of your hair. Sykes was quiet when I made a U-turn and headed for the police station. He seemed to be thinking hard about something. Then he said... Listen, I know where his body, I saw it. Nobody'd pay me any mind, but I saw the dad-burn thing. That's a fact. You saw what? A colored, I mean a black person. It looked like just a big dry web of skin with bones inside, like a rat's nest. We were shooting some scenes out in the fly Swamp about four days ago. I wandered back in some willows to take a leak and saw it sticking out of a sandbar. And you didn't bother to report it until now? I told Mikey. He says probably bones washed out of an Indian burial ground. But a lot of people don't believe me when I tell them I see things. I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. Dave Robichaux. Well, you see, Miss Robichaux, a lot of people don't believe me when I tell them I see things. But the truth is, I see things all the time, like shadows moving round behind a veil. In my family, we call it touched. When I was a little boy, my grandpa told me, son, the Lord done touched you. He gave you a third eye to see things that other people can't. But it's a gift from the Lord and you mustn't ever use it otherwise. I haven't ever misused a gift either, Mr. Robshaw, even though I've done a lot of other things I'm not proud of. So I don't care if people think I've lasered my head with too many recreational chemicals or not. I see. He was quiet again until we were almost to the jail. But if that was an Indian washed out of a barrel man instead of a colored man, I wonder what he was doing with a chain wrapped round him. I slowed the truck and pulled to the curb a half block from the station. Say that again. It was a rusted chain. I mean.